motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Talking Power podcast episode 151. I resisted the urge to say, okay. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, um, Todd Brinkworth over there, and I'm Nick DeChambre. How are you, Todd? Not too bad. How about yourself, Nick? I'm very good. No complaints, actually. No complaints. Yeah, good, good, good few days. Yeah, not too bad. Yep. I, um, I'm actually going to read off notes for once. What's been happening? Yeah. Um, I went to Just Toyota, Just Toyota Day, or the Toyota's in the Park Day. I saw that on Instagram, yeah. Um, really good day. Went with my mates. There's a few more blades in Perth now. I'm not a unique snowflake anymore. No? No, there's a few more. Um, and yeah, nice sitting down at Sir James Mitchell Park. Shout out to the to Tequa, Toyota Enthusiast Car Club of WA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they always put on a good spread and lots of, to- lots of Toyotas, honestly and obviously. But yeah. And lots of stuff you hadn't seen for a while, like classic old Land Cruisers, old Crowns, Coronas. Mm. Uh, there was a uh, an old A eighty two shaped Corolla oh, wow. that had the original metal RAC badge that looked immaculate still in the front grille and nice. Yeah, so it was a good day out. Oh, and being in South Perth, it was yeah right by the river and had a good day. Yeah, I saw the photos you had on Instagram there and uh, some aerial shots and some drone shots. That looked yeah, pretty that, cool. Yeah, that was my mate. Put his drone out. I um, I didn't. I just took my phone. I, yeah, my phone. I've been really lazy lately. I, I just haven't been in the photography mood. I've been a couple of photos of what I see and that's enough. That's it. Yeah, Go and have a chat. Enough. Go and have a talk to everyone else. Go and annoy them. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, how, look, I mean, being a WA podcast, we'd be remiss of us to talk, not talk about Telethon. How great was Telethon? I don't know if you caught any of it. I saw bits and pieces. Hey, without a word of a lie, I actually had a yak with Will Davison on the phones. That's no joke. That's you don't good. believe me. I don't. I'm, I'm waiting to hear the interview. Come on. Yeah, so no, I had a yak. I, I uh, called up and made a donut. Well, look, I mean, I, 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 I timed my call to him precisely i saw that he was in the phone rooms there i said you know what i'm going to ring now and make a donation now and have a yak with will davison and uh yeah we did we had a great old yak and uh yeah it was it was great and i said oh look i congratulated him on coming out to western australia yeah and i said to him and i could be wrong and if if i am wrong um let us know but i do believe that is the first supercar or australian touring car driver to ever appear on telethon now I don't know if Garth Tander has ever appeared on it before. Perhaps, perhaps I did. I did say maybe, but I don't recall. So prove us wrong if that's not the case. I can't think. I mean, I don't watch every telephone back to back every year, but I can't think of any. Arguably, in the current lineup, if that makes sense, in the current, even in years gone by, I don't remember like Actually, anyone coming. I think Peter Brock was on a telephone once, not on telephone. Oh, right, okay. There you go. If that's the yeah. case, let us know. Let us, we'll try and dig out some... Oh, I should look into that. I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah. But that's me going off memory. I'm sure... Peter yeah, I don't Brock. know about GT. Um, On a pilothon. Who else? I gave no. him some ideas. I gave him some ideas. I don't know if you want to hear my ideas. Might come on the podcast. We'll, we'll bring cookies? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That was one. Here's another one I had for him. I said, next year, right? This is no word of a lie. This is what I said to him. Bring the Mustang. Give Kerry a call, Stokesy. Because you and 
Rihanna would be on a first name basis with him now. Bring the Stanger over. Yeah. Even the B car, or it doesn't have to be the, doesn't have to be the you know, seven eight or the eighteen. Bring a B car over. Yeah. Ryan will be on board. Ryan's story that is. And then, give GT a call. Tell him GT, this is what we're doing. Give Jessica a call. Jessica Dane, that is, because yep. she's now. And with Jamie Wincup. Yeah. And then the buzz, get a Triple Eight Commodore over as well. And uh, do a couple of donuts in the Wellington Street. They close off Wellington Street for the Kids Carnival. Maybe close off another section there, a couple of donuts. Yeah. They do it for the, for the Ferrari and Ricardo a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. that's right. I, I mean, that's, that's doing something. I mean, everyone yeah. loves a burnout. There's no one that doesn't love a yeah. burnout. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was a good idea. Anyway, what chance, is it, what chance have we got of that happening? Probably not, not a lot. Oh. But even Basil would be on board. Basil? Mayor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd, he'd be all for it. That's I'm sure he'd find someone to offend to say yes. Well, do, well he's the mayor. He, <laughs> he signs the he signs the approvals. Anyway, look, anyway, that's... yeah. So, no, it, it was a great chat, having a chat with Will Davison. Oh, that's good. Hey, uh, we've got to do a plug here. Come and visit us at the Aussie Park Show. Looking forward to it. That's in uh, that's in a few weeks. So, the 19th of November, Saturday, at Robinson Reserve in Osmond Park, Western Australia. Come and see us. Come and say hello. Todd will be there. You yep. coming? Yep. Yep. I'll be there, and uh, you come and say hello. We'll have a we'll um, come and have a chat. Look at the cars. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, I've got a surprise. I think. Oh, we've got a surprise. I like. I'm going to talk to you after the after the podcast about it because, but what? something special's coming. Something special. All right. Well, I'm something gonna... something special if you like Japanese cars, and we all know I love an oddball Japanese car. I found something oddball Japanese that oh, people love to just. See it. You thought people blew their tops at my little blade with a V6 in the front? People fall over backwards at the thing that I found. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Yeah. Seen it. Come to the Aussie Park show. You've got to see it. Too. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Hey, also, a bit of a plug to the Street Machine and Hot Rod uh, Spectacular show as well. The guys there, Boris, uh, Chairman there. Uh, that's coming up as well. That is on the 26th and 27th of November. Yep. Uh, that's at the Claremont Showground, so make sure you head down for that. And um, also, mm-hmm. Targa Bunbury Sprint. Yes, November when's... 11 and 12th. I think off the top of my head. Hang okay. on. No, 11th to Friday. 12th and the 13th, I believe. The Saturday and Sunday. Okay, there you go. Targa Bunbury Sprint. Get I behind will that as probably well. Probably be there. Yep. It's also a big weekend at the Bunbury Speedway down okay. that weekend as well, which I might start being a few more rounds of the Bunbury Speedway. But more on that at another time as well. That's the same weekend as the Golden States too. So Golden oh, States drag no, racing. Well, yep. No offense, WA, but thanks again. Let like let's just have something else on that weekend too, shall we? Like a fly in or, you know, the king visiting. Let's just make it all on that weekend, all right? <laughs> so that's the Western Nationals, that's top fuel and top door slammer down at the motorplex as well. And that's that a shout out to Brendan as well, who listens. Yeah, <laughs> he might like, always argue about having 14 things on the same weekend. I know, especially Brendan. Yeah. It must be hard for him to find the time. Hey, uh, we've also got another plug. Is We just sound like we're full of plugs here. Sunset at Hearn Hill, that's the 2nd of January, 2023. You're looking at the hosts here. Yeah, I'll sorry, be there. listening to the hosts. Todd and myself will be hosting that yep. one as well, so we're looking forward to that. And put in your diary, just circle the day. I can't give you the location yet, but Northern Steel Car Show, January 15th, 2023. Guess what? We'll be doing that one as well. We'll be having a podcast from there as well. So awesome. We're busy. We're busy, busy, busy. Lots of things happening. And um, 
yeah, there's there's a fair bit going on. Now, one thing I wanted to bring up, well, you and I spoke about this last last time we recorded. We turned the recorder off and then we spoke about it. So now, yes. instead of doing that, we're going to do it in the right order. Tell us your thoughts. Write in SMS, Facebook, Pigeon, whatever, yeah. smoke signals, don't, not, not fussed. Tell us what your thoughts are on a Christmas podcast, like doing a live one. So I just want to know, I want to get the feel out there of, of what yeah. people's, our listeners' thoughts would be. Would they come along to something mm. if we recorded live just before Christmas? Let us know. And tell us what you think. Like, what, what would you like to see? What would you, what would you, would, you know, having special guests there, would that entice you to come? Yeah, if we, if we generate enough, if, um, enough interest, we are going to try for special guests, sir. Hmm. Um, otherwise, another idea I had is, um, you know, if you're in the car scene and you want to come have a chat, Come have a chat. Hmm. Like, we're not going to have video cameras on your face, none of that. We're yeah, just going to we'll have, a, have chat. a chat. Tell us your story, because something Nick and I want to do on the on the side again is start, start telling stories, not just podcasting about motorsport and everything else. Having the yarns. I reckon there's a good market for about the yarns. Where did you find the car? What was your first car, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I know a certain Adam sitting at home right now clapping, going, me, me, me again. So, Adam, yep. We'll, we'll try for you again. <laughs> it's just a look. I mean, you make a valid point, and that was the whole. You know, when COVID hit two years ago, we commenced a podcast series called Stories from the Garage, and that's because we were all yeah. stuck at home or in our garages. And I was able to record live, but not live, uh, over the, uh, Zoom podcasts that were about people's, you know, cars that they may have been building. Unfortunately, you know, for us to run two podcasts is a bit difficult so when you know once COVID had kind of done its thing we were back into back into this sort of recording format again yeah we're a bit little bit more motorsport orientated but however I'm I'm open to I'm open to suggestions and look as I said write in let us know what you think of a po- uh, Christmas podcast like would you come along have a listen you know um, obviously we've got to we've got to organize the guests but we're, we're happy to do that yeah as long as people come along and support it as well and you know I mean we can we can toss out a few venue t- throw up a few venues and and have a chat about that actually so yeah anyway. it's all in the ether as they say yes Hey, Formula One, I'm not sure if you caught any from the race uh, from Circuit of the Americas. You'll be in shock. I did. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed it. It was like, I always, even it last year. It was a good year, race, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's a circuit. It's a real circuit. It's a real racetrack. Um, yeah, I, I um, is, <laughs> did you find it interesting? I didn't really make any notes because it was in the middle of the night, but. <laughs> Did you find it interesting, like Alonso's collision with um, Lance Stroll? Yeah, I was like, I wonder how he's going to handle this, given that he's driving for his dad next year. Yeah, as we know, Alonso's going over to Aston Martin next year. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of a brain fade there from Lance Stroll, but we're kind of used to seeing that. But and I was waiting for the radio, waiting. I said, I'd love to hear his reaction to this, and it was very, very subdued. Don't you think? I it was. I think it wasn't like oops or something. Basically, it was. Yeah, I uh, just run up the back of him. <laughs> so yeah, like that it was like very blasé about the whole thing. Um, it was quite uh, interesting race to say the least. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, and I mean, I don't. I, what I started cheering for was um, Bastian Vettel. Yes, thank yeah, you. Driver oh. of the day. You still got driver of the day. Yeah. That pit stop, they didn't do it. That was a 13, 13 second pit stop, oh. so that certainly didn't do him any favours. I, um, 
I mean, I watched the replay this afternoon, um, and I didn't watch the 3 a.m. coverage, mm. but I watched the full race, and I, I was shouting at the TV. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Like, Put the wheel on the car. <laughs> Man, I felt sorry for the guy. There was a, for a lot of front left, a lot of, lot of issues with the front left, wasn't there? Yeah. And I don't know what that was all about. Um, it's not a... It's that's the inside wheel, so it's not the wheel yeah. that's on the load either. So I'm not sure what that was all about. But, uh, look, I mean, it was a great race. Max Verstappen, um, by virtue of his um, first and Perez's fourth, they sealed the construction Constructors' yes. Championship as well. First time in quite a few years now. So, mm. you know, Red Bull have done have done really well. And, um, look, I mean, Lewis, Lewis put up a bit of a fight there as well for this, yeah. for this race. So it was good to see that he was able to, to come back and, and put up a bit of a fight. What impressed me was actually the last couple of laps was the way Verstappen drove the car. Mm-hmm. You actually noticed he wasn't just coming. He, he drove that car. Yeah. He yep. was drifting it and sliding it and like mm-hmm. late breaks. And yeah. I, that, again, that got me entertained in F1 for a little bit again. I was like, he's actually driving the car. Okay, it's a quick bit of kit, so to speak, but... Mm to watch them drive the cars again i'm like yes bring this back come on i'd i'd pay money to see this that track by virtue does that kind of thing but i think it does bring the best out of drivers because mm. uh, it is a driver's track people probably don't know what that don't don't know what that means but that s's or the long snake as they call it that that is really i mean if you get some one bit of that wrong uh, your lap time drops significantly. Yeah. And it's just that it really is a driver's track. And that's what I enjoy about uh, Coda the most myself, to be honest. Um, no, it was great to see um, the Formula One back there. I don't know what the crowd numbers were. I don't know if I, I have It looked a bit funny, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem to have thousands of people, but it... Uh... Well, I think it was up there, but I, I just... It's interesting to note that Texas has a really big week this week. We had we'll talk about it in a little bit later on in the podcast. But the the Texas um, stampede of speed was on as well, and that's like ten days of of drag racing, and that's that precedes this event. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But there's no doubt that Texas and the government really gets behind motorsport, and um, it's great to see that this event is flourishing. I, th- I feel so. Another thing I noticed, mm. um, did you see the size of the Texan and American flags? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> love it, don't they? <laughs> I was like, that would cover an entire country, that flag. <laughs> like, yeah, they were big flags. Something I just they? noticed. Just At one point, I was like, wow, that's that's a big flag. But the film crew do such an amazing job of it as well. Oh, they, they do. Of, you know, the aerial shots from the helicopters really bring those flags into play as well. So, obviously, as we know, the 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 Americans are behind now for yeah. the one. And you can see it's, it is geared up to to be patriotic to particular countries. Yeah. Not that it wasn't before, but I don't know if the US had that so much coverage or, you know, was presented in that light previously. But it's just good to see the Americans or the, uh, you know, North Americans, sorry, getting behind the sport because I think it's, you can only grow from it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that was Formula One. Um, interesting to note, have you been following the Peter Addington, Addin, 
Adderton story, Peter Adderton from Boost Mobile. Not, Not really. sure if you've had a chance to get behind that story. So this story keeps growing and growing. So back in July, Pete came out and... So Pete, as we know, is the owner of Boost Mobile and has sponsored a number of teams over the years. Oh, is this the guy that... Yeah. Owns Boost Mobile. But has sponsored cars and done some shonky things? No, no. No, no. I don't Another guy so. I'm thinking of. Okay, don't worry. No. Sorry. Go on. So <laughs> he, he um, in back in June or May, it may have been, I can't remember, he got his nose a little bit out of joint when um, series chairman, uh, Barclay Netterfold, had a photo with Chaz Moster in an Optus store. Um, these are his words. I have no issues with Walkinshaw, Andretti United and Optus sponsorship. But when race, now that's an acronym for the governing body of supercars, race officials who have an exclusive agreement with Boost Mobile, so much disrespect. Would they go and visit and pho- photograph themselves in a super cheap store? Interesting questions. This will cost you supercars. This is what he mm. wrote back in May. So since then, I guess he's had a change of heart or, or change in direction. So he's now trying to get the 26th license um, to run a car. Mm. So as we know, there's 26 licenses, only 25 of them being used. This 26th one is vacant at the moment. So, but sadly, I mean, it needs to be voted on by the other teams. They haven't allowed for his for his purchase of this last license to go through. Well, not yet anyway. So this was what he had to say. He goes, a lot of the teams are like, we don't want to sell to him because then our money gets diluted. I don't want your $650,000 or whatever the money is, said Adderton. It won't take... I won't take revenue for two years. They can lease it to me. I honestly think that the teams are afraid. I think the teams actually like the rental model. I think most teams don't want us to race. I said to someone the other day, I'm obviously very opinionated. If you want to shut me up, give me a race team and then beat me on the track. So, you know, a number of teams, it, this, this sale, to my knowledge, at, this, at the time of recording, this still hasn't happened. So he's trying to get Richie Stanaway back into the supercar realms, Kiwi, mm-hmm. Richie Stanaway, and the team will be run by Greg Murphy. So really interesting to watch this space at the moment. Um, he's, he's, as he said here, it's in black and white, he's come out and said that he will forego the lease, the, the revenue stream. So when you have a license, you get a cut, a, a 126th cut uh, that you share amongst the other teams, basically. Uh, he said he'll forego that for two years as well. So, yeah, I can't see what the reason is for not for not selling him a license. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, me as well. But I, I actually think he has a point. Mm. Is they're worried it's going to dilute everything, blah blah blah. Mm. But then, arguably, is there teams down the bottom end of the paddock that should be made to relinquish a license? Look, you could argue. You, you could argue the the newest one. Um, Peter Zobris, mm. they haven't been that successful this year in their first year. But, I mean, you know, he got his a little bit differently because his mm. was he bought a whole team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question is 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 what I'm trying to say. But I, I still think you're not doing the sport any favours by holding the licence vacant. No, and 
I mean, you go back, was it SBR or somebody and all the troubles I had there with their licenses and swapping them over? Who was it? Um, Stone Brothers Racing. Yeah, and oh, what was the story there? Oh, with Betty Klaminko. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yep. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it. People are probably going to shoot me down for saying this. Greg Murphy is a team boss. Hmm. You're not a fan? No, I'm a massive Greg Murphy fan as a driver and commentator. But I don't know. Can you can can you see him being the team boss? Uh, I don't think he'd be any worse than uh, Ryan uh, Barry Ryan. Let's put it that way. From the bus. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole that's a whole podcast, isn't yeah. it? Really. So look, I mean, I don't have an issue with with Greg Murphy, and yeah. I think he he brings an element of. Um, Youth, youthfulness, I guess, to the sport as yeah. well. But uh, look, I mean, my issue is not that. I just don't understand this licensing. Yeah, this licensing agreement. I don't. I don't believe you should ever have a license that's vacant. Is there know? any room for him to run a car in um, the sport categories? Yeah, he could. He could probably do that. I mean, he's sponsoring uh, teams now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he can withdraw his money whenever he pleases, and he'd probably be better off for it financially. I don't think you get that money back just from marketing. No, you, you're probably right. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe a bluff. Pull your sponsorship. See what happens. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll watch that space. We'll keep you posted as as things unfold. I don't know. I know Simon and I talk about this all the time, but the NHRA, there is no doubt, is having a bit of a renaissance. It's come back to life. It was suffering a little bit there. It was down in the dumps, but it's it's certainly come back. And we we're talking about this event just before the Stampede of Speed. Um, it really did look pretty full on to me. It was ten days of drag racing from the Texas uh, Motorplex. We had World Funny Car Chaos, World Funny Car Chaos series. Um, they had a concert as well. They had numerous concerts, a musical fest, music fest. Sorry, the Scott Palmer Nitro Sideshow. Stampede of Speed uh, shootout featuring Pro Mod. Stevie Jackson won that. I did see a bit of that, actually. Yeah. Uh, then there was Sportsman, uh, no, sorry, protesting, then Sportsman qualifying, and then it was the then basically a round of the NHRA to, to finish off the last three days. So it was a full 10 days of events. I, I, I just I find it amazing that they were able to pull in the sort of numbers that they did. Um Given the fact that we have such a short, limited attention span now, like we're always talking about shortening sports up. Yeah. Like that's why T20 cricket is so appealing because it's shorter, shorter attention spans. You know, it's been floated about at the drags as well, make the event the day shorter because, you know, we don't have as much attention span. Here we had an event that ran for 10 days basically. Now I know that the mix of people would have been different over the 10 days. But I just think it's amazing in this day and age you can you can you can host an event that goes for ten days and yeah. still have people turning up at the gate every day. That's no, a good effort. Not only that, even staffing it. Yeah, that's an amazing. Apparently, these people. So it's Billy Myers' daughter. I've, her name is, uh, escapes me right now. Billy Myers of Top Fuel fame. Um, it's his daughter, as I said, her name escapes me right now. But yeah, they had a crew of about fifteen to sixteen people, so you're not 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 a huge amount of people. Uh, they put this all together, so I think they did a magnificent job. Magnificent, and NHRA is alive and well, no doubt. Well, it's a lot. I've noticed recently as well. Like, if I want to watch it, yeah, some of it is pay per view, and it's a bit hard to get in Australia. But they seem to be putting a lot on YouTube, like repeats, 
stuff like that, and a lot of old stuff. And yeah. I must admit, some of the old stuff is it's by NHRA, and I watch that and I start learning about stuff from thirty years ago, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And then I try and find the modern stuff, and as I said, I saw the some of the pro mod stuff. Mm. Um, the only thing that kills me is if you try and watch it live, it's at stupid o'clock in the morning. Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah, but it's it's good, and I mean, it's not comparing apples to apples, but I don't know if you noticed this year. V8 supercars are doing a lot more on YouTube. Mm, yes. Especially around Bathurst time. Yeah. Which, you know, best crashes of the year or best drives of the year or f- best moments. And it actually makes you want to watch the racing. So yep. I think V8s are onto a similar formula. But also, yeah, NHRA. And it's a shame that it can't be done in Australia with some of our motorsport categories. But yeah, I'm yeah, just going to throw that one out there and just attack a few people. But... You know, it's funny you should mention that because some of the teams are actually demanding more from supercars. They want more content. They want mm. more. They want more of that unpaid content. So, whatever it may be, Facebook, YouTube, wherever it's free, they want they want to see more of that. The teams mm. that is. Um, so maybe they're starting to listen. I can only. I can only yeah, listen. but um, I said NHRA. I probably could tell you more about NHRA now mm. than I could about Australian drag racing. Yeah, which is kind of embarrassing. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. No, yeah. no, no. Anyway, we move on. Speaking of straight line speed, Jesse, you know, we spoke about Jesse Coombs last year. She was tragically killed in a an attempt to break the world land speed record. Now, there's a documentary coming out by HBO. I actually saw the trailer for this. Yeah, I did too as well. It's pretty heavy hitting. It's very heavy. That's what I was going to say. I, would, uh, <laughs> I didn't cheat off your notes, I promise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is It is very, very heavy hitting. And, uh, yeah, they basically go right up to the moment she's killed. Actually, is... shout out to Roscoe. Roscoe, I actually saw the link for the documentary on Roscoe's Facebook feed. Mm. And, yeah, he had some words to say because he, of course, met her in his travels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I watched a trailer and I think I didn't breathe for about a minute afterwards. Like, it just... Mm. Yeah, I want to see the documentary i'm gonna to have to try and find a way to get it and have a look hbo so, where would we get that apparently on uh, binge which oh, binge that'll be foxtel then no nah, binge is on its own i think i think oh, okay in australia it is anyway so but okay right. when i find a copy i'll let you know yeah so yeah no um, definitely the 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 short for that seemed quite riveting actually um but yeah no it looked looked riveting let's put it that way hey we need to go motor gp oh, look i mean MotoGP has just been such a tough, tough thing to follow this year. We've been so busy with other sports that we haven't really done. We have Moto rounds. Yeah, MotoGP any justice whatsoever. No, the last two races were absolutely riveting. We haven't spoken about the Australian Grand Prix. They were crackers, Nick. Yeah, you stop using riveting. They were crackers. Yeah, okay. absolute barnstorming finish at the Australian MotoGP. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, how do we quantify Suzuki's leaving the sport yet? At the time they made that announcement, they were actually leading the championship. They won the championship last year. Oh, sorry, not last year, the year before, right? And we're, we're, we've got this situation where they're leaving the sport. And Alex Rins, do you think you could have, how big the odds would have been if you took a bet on Alex Rins winning the Australian Grand Prix? I don't think I, I that don't in. know. Unbelievable. It was an unbelievable race. Oh, Absolutely I unbelievable. Mean, we'll talk about um, Miller, you know, yeah, coming yeah. off. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I actually, I was out on the Sunday again. I watched the replay that night, mm. and I yeah, was jumping up and down the couch. Yeah, and it was brilliant race. Um, Phillip Island, like even the commentary commentary team said, it's a magic place. They've missed it. Like it is on the calendar. Apparently, one of the favourite rounds is mm. Phillip Island, and there's nothing like coming down that well back sort of straight away, if you arguably say. Towards what they call the beach. Yeah. Yep. And in supercars, it's one thing, but I can only imagine what it's like coming down that back straightaway, looking at a cliff that goes over into the ocean. I don't know about you, but I'd be having a tiny bit of a, what am I doing here moment? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, brilliant race. Yeah, it was probably the best for the year. It was, it was, it was a great race. Yeah. Jack Miller coming off at Miller corner. I mean, he was very, very philosophical about that crash afterwards in a post race interview. I must admit, I felt that his commentary around that, that incident was very, very philosophical. Oh, I handled very well. Uh, you know, it was a, obviously a brain fade from mm. Alex as well. And, um, not just a brain fade. I just, yeah, he made a mistake and yeah. um, took took him out of took him out of the race. Um, one of the comments that I heard from someone that actually went, and this is when you know what you've just seen has been good. Mm-hmm. Has that been that influential on on what happened there that day? They reckon that another two hundred people odd stayed at the track after the race and watched the replay on a big screen. <laughs> wow. You know, and that's like most people after the race, you know, you go home, but, you know, they they reckon it was a couple of hundred people just stayed there and watched the replay of the whole entire race again on the big screen. And I think that speaks about the sport and its fans as well. Yeah. Because I'm not convinced you'd get that sort of... Well, I, I shouldn't say that, but I, I think MotoGP has its own fans and that would, you know... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I've only heard of it happening once in F1 in Melbourne. People... But they didn't stay at the track. They all went to, um, what's the street? Ligon or something? Ligon Street, yeah. And watched the replay on a TV in Ligon. But other than that, I can't think of... I mean, I hate to say, you wouldn't watch the Bathurst 8 hour again. Or, you know, sorry, the, the 1000. No. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's no, incredible. <laughs> incredible. No, yeah. That. Incredible. And we need to cover also the Malaysian GP as well. So that was on. Uh, that was a really interesting race. I found for for two reasons. Um, one, Jorge oh, Martin. Sorry, the, yeah. Massive crash. Massive, massive crash. Oh, went yes. off and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, you know, Bagnaio and, and Bastianini were going head to head there. It was really interesting. The commentary around that was that they felt that they were going to take each other out. They were racing really close, and you know they were, they felt that the Ducati team needed to manage that a bit better. I don't think it's in those guys to do that. I think no. I think uh, Bastianini was always going to give him the lead, but I don't think it's in their nature to do that easily. And even though he relinquished the lead to to Franco or Pekka Bagnaio, yeah. It, it he still stayed with him, and it made for a great race as it well. Did. Look, it wasn't as good as the week before, no doubt. I didn't think it was as exciting. Fabio Cotteraro, look, still in with a chance to win the championship as well. Uh, and and look, uh, Alex Rins another fifth there as well. So it was great to see. It's great to see MotoGP. Uh, we'll have to watch the last few races a bit closer than what we have been. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I said every podcast we do, I sort of. 
I watched Mono Japan, I think. We'll talk about it tonight, and then we don't. And I was going to make a point tonight, and I saw your notes. I'm like, we're going to talk about MotoGP. Be remiss of us not to. Because it's bloody good to watch. Okay? It's bloody good. Very remiss of us not to. Hey, what's going on in the WA Sporting Car Club world? I know that there's a fair bit coming up. The season's going to be ending. Thankfully, this is the weekend before the weekend we spoke about a bit earlier on, the 5th and 6th of November. So Saturday, they've got uh, Hyundai XLs, the saloons, HQs, Formula V, uh, improved production cars, production cars, street cars, sports cars, sports sedans, tarmac sports, time challenge, and the Rob Jenny uh, Memorial Trophy as well. Then on Sunday, they've got the Formula Ford, historic touring cars, Formula Racing, Formula V, and Classic Cars and Coffee on the track for a parade as well, which I have put my name down for. I haven't heard back yet. Yes. Don't know if I'll get a spot. Hopefully I haven't left it too late. I did put you, my name you down. You reminded me I put my name down for that, and I haven't heard anything either. Yeah, so <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm, it's cool if I don't, but I'll still be going one way or another on the Sunday anyway. Yeah, again, I haven't followed much stuff at Wasic this year. I haven't mm-hmm. been to... Well, Wanneroo Raceway. I'm going to call it Wanneroo Raceway. I, if you want me, if you want me to call it something different, come pay me, okay? Wanneroo Raceway. <laughs> I keep saying Barbagello myself. Well, in that too, it's it's forever going to be Barbagello's. In fact, I have a couple of awesome photos of my my car, other people's cars taken from the timing tower, crossing that Barbagello Raceway signage that used to be on the floor mm. in the you know. So it's Barbagello Raceway in my head because yeah, of course. I'm, anyway. Um, but yeah, I need to get up to this round, and I think I'll be here for at least one of these days. And well, if I'm in on the Sunday, all we got for the Sunday. But yeah, I need to get up, have a look, and there's been some bumper racing up there. Mm. I hear the results; like I have a look at the results every time, and yep. there's been some good racing. Mm. Again, Formula V's shout out to friends; they're just awesome to watch. The Formula Ford—I mean, everyone actually tell you the truth. Who am I kidding? It's Grassroots motorsport at its best, and it's it's good to go watch. So mm. go have a look, yeah. and you know, Wanneroo Raceway is not that far away now. It's mm. well, that's a suburb. Yeah, it's um, which could be to its own detriment one day. Uh, yeah, well, it's not even the end of the freeway anymore. It's no, it, it's not actually freeway no. turn. So <laughs> he, if you're listening to us, he, head to the freeway north near about yeah. road exit yep. there. When you get off at Nirubut Road, go straight. Don't turn left or right onto Wanneroo Road like my good wife did. Mm-hmm. Go straight down Nirubut Road and then you'll get to a road... Um, Next to the golf course? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Anyway, you, you follow the signage from there. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I don't remember the little side streets, what they're called. If you're not happy with going that way, you can also go uh, Joondalup Drive. Yep. And turn left at uh, Old Yangship Road. Yep. Follow that and then follow the signage from there. It's Water Lab, the road. And if you want to avoid the roadworks at the moment that are happening at the intersection of the golf course and Old Yangship Road, Mm -hmm. then turn left onto Wanneroo when you're off to Nearabup Drive. Yep. Take your next right, which is West Coast. West Coast Road, yep. And then double back on yourself, but you you miss all the roadworks and you can come in from the other side. Yeah, there you go. Done. So, yeah, WA Sporting Car Club, we'd really, I'd love to do a bit more there. It's just, you know, again, one of those things we need to find the time to get down there yeah. and, and do some more stuff. But, you know, they're doing a great sport. Support the WA Sporting Car Club because at the end of the day, without the WA Sporting Car Club, we would not have a track. And if you don't yes. have a track, you don't get to go to the good things like supercars and correct and, and all those sorts of fun things. And you, don't, you won't get to drive your car on the track for classic cars and coffee as well. 
Yeah, that's you know, right. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can get we can get in. So you, I didn't know you put your name down as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My name's on a lot of things at the moment. Oh, I forget half of them. Yeah, anyway, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen the email. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, uh, Todd, that brings this show to an end. Um, thanks for coming in. Now, just a quick shout-out again. So just to cover off bases here, come visit us at the Aussie Park Show. That's on November 19. Uh, Street Machine Hot Rod Spectacular Show at Claremont Showgrounds. That's the weekend after, 20, the 26th and 27th of November. Um, Sunset at Hearn Hill is the second of January 2023. That's at the Swan Athletics uh, Club there in uh, Hearn Hill, Cavisham, around that way. Come and say hello. We'll be hosting that, and also we'll be doing the Northern Steel Car Show. The locations, well, I do know where the location is, but they haven't got the rubber stamp on it yet, so I don't want to disclose it. Yep. But they will be having that on the 15th of January, 2023. We'll be at that one as well. So lots of stuff coming up. And as I said, write in, send us a message, SMS, pigeon, email, whatever you do. I don't, it doesn't really worry me. Let us know. Would you come along if we had a Christmas podcast? Just let us know. Um, yeah, that would be great. All right, Todd, well, thanks for coming in. Uh, it's great to see you again. Yeah, sorry, I'm actually looking through my, my phone. I'm not being rude. Um, the weekend coming up, uh, there's static car shows, cruises. Um, I think it's a season opener at Perth Motorplex this, this weekend. Correct, yep. The um, Powerpalooza was on the weekend. Yep. That's a, the traditional opener, but that was the um, What else is on? Um, yeah, so season opener of the drag. So the June Delight Motoring, well, yes, thank you. motoring um, Festival. You will see um, they're running a speed event series round or like a demonstration round, I think. Phil, Phil, probably correct me. Phil, probably correct me and go, um, no, you got it wrong. But, um, yeah, um, there is demonstration. I know some people entered. um, Matt James Wallace, fastest, arguably, GTR, well, track GTR around. He's going down for a look. Um, I was going to enter, but just time. I was supposed to be away for work, so I didn't want to commit if I was going to be away. Hmm. Um, and it should be a good turnout. Um, yeah. They've got a cocktail night on the Saturday night, I think. And yeah, it's a huge event. Huge event, something different. If I get the chance, I'll go for a look if I'm here. So, yeah, but it's had lots on. Yeah, so that's the 29th. And that's the 28th, 30th. 29th, and 30th of, of October as well. Yeah. And it's all four days as well. It's the cruise this yes, year. That's right. Thank you. That's the last thing you On the 30th of October yep. as well. So there's a heap going on. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's how Perth rolls, eh? Yeah. All right, Todd, thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, no see, we'll see you soon. All right, thanks, Nick. Take care. See Bye. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM. The Valley Comes Alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.